You are listening to the Not A Physio Podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Resmondo, owner of South Alabama Physiotherapy and creator of the Not A Physio, where life should be fun and light. This is the podcast where we talk about how to keep the active adult who's busy with work and family life fit and healthy to enjoy the Gulf Coast outdoors. Let's get into today's episode. Before we start today, I wanted to let you know about our free Facebook group, The Not A Physio. I do live trainings in the group each week to dive deeper into strategies to remain active and where you can ask me questions personally, and I'll give you feedback. Okay, on to the episode. Welcome, everybody. This is Jenny Resmondo, the Not a Physio. Thank you so much for tuning into today's podcast. Today, I have brought on a guest for you guys to learn a little bit more about. This is my business coach, my mentor, who is also an avid fisherman, Greg Todd. I brought Greg Todd in to talk and share with you today a little bit about his passion for fishing. Welcome, Greg. Thank you, Jenny, for having me on. I, You know I love fishing. So, <laughs> <laughs> Right? So I, I'd like to know, how did you get into fishing? Was it something that you grew up doing, or was this something that you decided later on in life to learn how to do? It's very interesting. Okay, this is a great question. So when I was um, in elementary school, um, I lived in Pembroke Pines, Florida, which is about um, 15 minutes uh, south of Fort Lauderdale, about 30 minutes north of Miami. And uh, we, you know, just lived in kind of this suburb, you know, community uh-huh. uh, and didn't even realize until I was, I think like in, I don't know, like it was maybe sixth grade or seventh grade that there was this pond uh, about a half a mile from my house. And one day during the summer, we were just super bored, just and trying to get in trouble, but not get in trouble. And we found this pond and we got, um, you know, a fishing rod from our local pharmacy uh, shop, okay, Eckerd Drugstore. Right. And, um, and we went fishing, put some bread as bait on, and what do you know? Boom, we caught a catfish and we, oh my gosh, what is this thing? And that day, that day, we went on to catch 14 catfish. Now, I didn't realize at the time that catfish are the bottom feeders of the sea world, but we were so excited and so pumped and just like, oh my gosh. And I, we just fell in love with, you know, fishing. And so um, I, I remember bringing home the catfish and they would, they wouldn't die. I kept on hitting the thing over its head. I, I didn't know what to do. I'm sorry. This is not great fishing etiquette, <laughs> but okay. at that time yeah. I had no idea what to do, but we started to fall in love with fishing. And anytime we would go on vacation, we would make sure that we had our uh, fishing rods. We had these little crappy, you know, uh, spinning rods and this and that and da, 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 da. But we love to fish. And then I stopped fishing for probably about 20 years. Oh, wow. Um, and so, you know, just life happened. You know, I'm living here. I'm doing this. I'm starting my businesses and all this other stuff. Uh, and then I, in 2000 and 16, I moved out here part-time to Indian Rocks Beach, to Indian Shores. And um, I said to myself, you know what, I'm going to get back into fishing. And times I've been on vacation and stuff like that, we'd fish and catch some snook and catch this and catch that. But then when I came out here, every single weekend that I would come down here towards the intercoastal beach area, I would go fishing. And it just, you know, grew, grew on me and grew on me and grew on me. Uh, and 
And then uh, in 2019, I decided to um, get my first vote. And, um, and then it took on a whole different, you know, level. So now I pretty much fish nearly every single week, uh, mostly inshore fishing. And it is, it is now just not fishing for, um, for the sport. It's more of my mental therapy. It is where I find my peace. It is, um, sometimes lunch as well. Um, but yeah, I just enjoy it so much and it really is. Uh, the thing that has brought me so much peace during the the chaos that we are in 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 all aspects of lives. So I love it. Right. So fishing, that's part of where I wanted you to go. And you did it magically without me even prompting you. So thank you. What I wanted yeah. to know more about is why um you think that fishing is your mental therapy. Like why what what aspect of it do you believe? helps so much with all the stressors that you're playing in your daily daily entrepreneurship role? Yeah, I, I think there's a couple things. Um, number one is, and people say, what's the thing you love the most about fishing? I was like, tying knots. <laughs> They're like, what? Like, yeah, tying knots. I was like, you know something? I am usually so glued to the phone. I am, you know, I have um, four businesses, right? Four, like, active, active businesses that have employees and have this. And then on top of it, I have nearly a hundred clients, active clients. And all those people have businesses that I feel a responsibility to. So I'm pretty much glued to the phone. Sure. And when I'm out there fishing, you can't be glued to the phone and be effective with fishing. And so I feel like it's, that's the big thing that I love the most about it is that it allows me to detach from the home. That's the first thing. The second thing is for me, there's, I'm a nature boy. So there's nothing like just being on the water. That has nothing to do with me catching fish. If I catch fish, it's fantastic. But just being out on the water, peace and quiet, no one bothering me. Um, you know, if I have my fishing partner out there, yeah, we'll, we'll say a couple words, you know, here and there, but just more the peace and serenity of it. You know, the third thing is like when something does hook on, it is like the craziest thing. It's just like you're on this adrenaline high. You're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Right. And so, um, and then, and then it's, it creates partnership as well because, okay, we got something on. All right, all right, get the net, get the net, get the net. Okay, cool. All right, okay, okay, go over on this side, go over on that side. And so it creates this partnership, but it also allows me to have my own personal peace. So yeah, that's why I love it so much. Um, it is anytime I get fidgety, my wife's like, you need to go out on the water. Go, go. But she says that with the water. So yeah, it brings me so much peace. Um, and, um, and you know what? I think there's another thing too, which is kind of interesting. Even though it's a break away from the business, I think it actually teaches me how to do business better. What do you mean? How, how, how do you say that or why? Yeah. So, so, so it teaches me how to do business better because what is, what is fishing really about? Fishing takes patience, right? You know, you watch these videos on YouTube and they do these, you know, 12 to 14 minute edits and it looks like they're catching fish every single you know minute, right? Oh, oh, fish on, fish on, fish on. It doesn't work like that. You can go hours and hours without catching anything. Right. And so you have to be patient. Sometimes we're out there for four, five, six hours 
for the first three, four hours, we're getting like, maybe we get a bite. And then all of a sudden, boom, I get onto a 32 inch, you know, redfish. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. whoa, where did that come from? You know, so, so, um, so yeah, it teaches you patience and you have to have patience. And while you're patient waiting for the moment, um, you have to enjoy yourself. And that is what the majority of people don't have in business. They want everything to happen. They want it to happen now and they forget to enjoy the moment while they're doing the process. So I actually think it's probably one of the best um, business activities that I can do is teaching me patience and enjoying the moment while we're waiting for the big thing to hook. Yeah. Do you find that you're able to generate new ideas when you're out on the water, when you're not, when, when you're not actually catching fish in those waiting moments? It yeah. allow you time to, to kind of um, dream or plan. You know, I, I have to be honest with you. Um, I find the big ideas usually when I'm walking or I'm exercising or I'm sleeping and in a dream, I get all these ideas. V very rarely do the big ideas come when I'm fishing. It's like, I don't know. I'm just kind of in this mindset of decompressing. Yeah. You know, because, because if I'm there and it's like, oh my God, I got an, um, an idea. I'll want to go to my phone and write it down. And then all of a sudden I see Gmail here. Let me go on Gmail. Okay. Oh my gosh, here, let's go on Instagram. Right. This, that. Very, very rarely, I've kind of conditioned myself to where the ideas aren't really coming when I'm fishing. It's more, de de I'm decompressing. Now, funny enough is that after I've decompressed and I get back and it's like now my, it's almost like I reset my brain. Right. And then now it's much more, I'm not in re like reaction mode anymore. I'm yeah, actually yeah. in creative mode. So I feel like the fishing, the, the, the act of fishing allows me to rest and then create that, that, that creative mode instead yeah. of me being in reaction mode. But I don't really find where when I'm out there, I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, all these ideas, I think would kind of ruin the moment, you know, for me. I'm just curious. Yeah. It sounds yeah. like um, the, the fishing does what, what sleep should do for you. You know, whenever yeah. you sleep, that's your body's time to repair and, and get ready for the next day. So it's, it sounds like it's like amplified the rest totally. of the Totally, totally, you know. So here, I'll, I'll say one more thing about, you know, business. Um, so I don't know, you know, like how many listeners are into business, right. but it's so, it's so interesting because in business, um, you don't have a business unless you are able to get people's attention, right? That's the first thing sure. you got to yeah. market first, right? Okay. And then, um, and, and, and that's the hardest part because it's like, all right, well, where are the people that could potentially use the service, the services that I have? So if I'm like, if I'm, you know, if I have a, a food truck, but I'm in a place where, and, and it's a food truck that sells sausage and steak and beef, and I'm in an area where everybody's vegan, <laughs> it doesn't matter how good my food is, no, no one's going to buy it. It's no different than with fishing. With fishing, you know, if I don't, if I'm not in an area where the fish are at, it doesn't matter how good a fisherman is, it's not going to work, right? Okay. And then the second part of it is if I don't have the right bait, you know, to where this is actually what these particular fish that I want to catch want, even if they're there, they're not going to bite on my stuff. It's very similar to business. Right. With business, I have to be where the people that actually would want my stuff would be. That's the first thing. And then I have to put things out for them that they would actually be interested in saying, you know something, I think I might bite on that. And if I don't do that in business, I don't have a business. Right. It's going to struggle. And that's, 
literally what phishing is as well. And so it's quite interesting. It's just, you're testing things all the time and seeing what works and what doesn't work and this and that. And it's just really fun. Yeah, cool. So I'm going to switch this up a little bit, shift gears slightly. You happen to be a business owner who likes to fish, but your primary business where you started from was as a physical therapist. So I'm going to tie right. this all back in together that since you have that background of taking care of your body, what have you done for yourself to be able to keep your, yourself in tip-top shape so that way you don't get injured where you could still go fishing and you're not stuck? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and I have to be honest with you, I've watched a lot of friends who have, you know, not been able to be on the water as much as they'd like to. Right. Um, and so I've, I've kind of even really picked up a lot of things on, oh my gosh, even though I'm a physical therapist, like, oh, wow, these are things I need to do so yeah. that I don't run into that, you know, situation. So, so I think a couple of things, I think for me, um, I have always um, tried to work on keeping my back really strong um you know when we're out there fishing and you're standing in you're not moving a ton right, right. and then all of a sudden you're 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 in this this static position and then boom something happens and i see a lot of people hurting themselves you know because they're going from one position to then now their body moving really sudden um right. you know you know fairly you know quickly um so one of the things that i do is i uh, two to three times a week I am strengthening uh, my hips. I'm strengthening my back. I'm strengthening my um, abdominal area, um, strengthening uh, my groin area, and just doing you know exercises for probably about fifteen to thirty minutes. Uh, it's something that I do um, you know usually two to three times a week, uh, and then also just making sure that I'm keeping myself fairly flexible. So um, I'm not the most flexible guy, but I'm you know always working on. Uh, you know, stretching out my hamstrings, stretching out my, uh, my thighs, my quads, um, and stretching out just my back and making sure that, you know, I'm fairly limber. When I go fishing, uh, I usually go, I'd say for the most part, depending on the tides and stuff like that, we're usually out there by um, about 7.30 to 8 o'clock in the morning. Wow. So before I go out, um, I'm doing um, probably about five to 10 minutes of stretching um, just to make sure that my body feels fairly, you know, limber. Um, so, so yeah, I haven't really had any problems. Well, that's awesome. Cause you're actually able to, to do those things, but you know, there's so many people that I've encountered that don't think that fishing is actual, a physical task. It's in their, in their mind right. that, you know, oh, you're just, you know, holding the pole and that's not really yeah. all that's going on. There's a lot more to it than that. Until you're not. <laughs> right. <laughs> until, right. Until, until you're not. Until you're not. Here, I'll tell you a quick story. Sure. Uh, my fishing buddy, uh, you know, we were out this particular day. It's one of it's one of our best days. I think we caught 12 redfish uh, within like a two and a half hour span. It was epic. It was so awesome. Well, on one of the catches, this was a pretty, this was a bull, right? And um, And he went down. And, you know, I, I had the redfish fairly close to the boat. He went underneath the boat, came back around. And then he, he like lunged forward with the net. And in that lunge, it's like, and, and, and then we didn't realize that there was a dolphin that came like right underneath the boat. Oh, wow. Yeah. So then it was like the dolphin kind of created a little bit of a wake, was trying to get the redfish. We're trying to get the redfish in the boat yeah. and, he, and he injured his back. 
he injured his back and he injured his ribs. And um, he's been dealing with it on and off for about eight and a half months. Um, you know, and he's a retired guy, you know, retired attorney, uh, has the ability now to fish every single day. And he does, but he's had so many problems uh, with, you know, him not just being on the boat, but he loves to kayak fish as well. Um, and it's been, it's been a struggle for him. So, so yeah, it's really important that you do these things um, because you think, yeah, you just, you're just, you're just, you're just standing, right? No, you're not. No, you're not. You're, when you're standing, you're putting a lot of stress on your body. Sometimes just standing is more stress on your body than you walking around and moving because you're constantly getting the other muscles to work and activate, not put as much stress on your back. So yeah, it's, it's, um, it, it does, it does, you know, take a toll on your body. Wow. Awesome. Yeah, it sure does. Well, Greg, is there any other last minute thoughts that you might have to be able to share with our audience who are these fishermen um, that are trying to get out there and keep themselves healthy so that they can enjoy being able to go out and decompress on the water? Yeah, I would say, um, you know, five minutes of prep will save you five months of pain. Perfect. That's what I would tell you. Five minutes of prep would save you five months of pain. Before you go out, if you spent five minutes doing some type of stretching and warm up for your abdominals, which is your, your front area, your back, which is your back area, your hips, if you spent five minutes of just warming up that area before you get on your kayak, before you get on your boat, you're probably going to decrease your chances for anything happening by about 50%. Now, if you don't do those things, you might get away with it, mm -hmm. but chances are, if it starts to act up and you have any problems in your back, in your abdominal, or in your hip area, those problems don't go away fast. They don't. And it usually equates to five months or more of pain. So spend the five minutes prior to you going out and just doing things that are warming up that area so that you decrease the likelihood of anything happening. It will save you a lot of stress. Promise you. Valuable, valuable information. Greg, if people are interested in finding more information about you or where they could locate your sites, can you go ahead and share those with us right now? Sure. So um, I primarily, um, people know me for business coaching on the internet. Um, I have three clinics in Tampa Bay. Uh, that we help people with back problems and neck problems and all the other stuff. But primarily, if you're going to find me, you'll find me uh, online, Greg Todd PT on Instagram, Greg Todd PT on YouTube. Uh, GregToddTV.com is my site that um, I offer business consulting and coaching. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. And sometimes when you're following my stuff, you'll see me uh, out on the water. And uh, sometimes you'll see me catching some reds or some snook. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for spending this time with us and sharing your stories. Um, I hope everybody found that entertaining and we will see you guys next time on the Knotted Physio podcast.